Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. It's the Speedway Show, an idea exchange empowering us to live well, live fully, and love deeply. And now, here's our host, Speedway. Well, hi there, and welcome to the Speedway Show. The topic of today's show is sexuality in interracial uh, marriage. Married couples often encounter similar challenges, issues, and blessings. But interracial couples encounter some unique situations. Have you ever wondered what those look like when it comes to sexuality? Are some of those myths true? Have you ever wished that you had a close buddy or a girlfriend that you could ask, well, today is the day you get to find out. From my returning guests, Yolanda and Terrence Brandon. Terrence and Yolanda, welcome to the Speedway Show. Hello, Speedway. Hi, Speedway. Thank you for having us back. Well, it is my pleasure. So before we get started, I do want to let our audience know, just in case you hadn't picked up on this already, that today we're going to be discussing a very adult topic, and some of the content of this show may not be suitable for young ears. The good news is that you can access this show at any time on www.speedway.com, so you can always pick it up when the timing is more suitable for you. So to get us started, Terrence and Yolanda, inquiring minds want to know. Let's start with a brief introduction for people who might not have caught your previous guest appearances. Yolanda, how long have the two of you been married? Uh, Almost 17 years. This December will be 17. Wow. And um, (laughs) it's been uh, quite a while. Terrence, you've got children. How many? We have five children. Okay. And you are an interracial couple. Yolanda, what color are yes. you? I am white. Okay. So that would make Terrence? Black. Okay. <laughs> Not a foregone conclusion because um, you could have been, you know, a bunch of other races, but here we are. Yes. So uh, let's talk about sexuality. Now, according to the Council on Contemporary Families, About half of Americans have dated someone for um, a different racial group. One study found that 57% of African Americans, 57% of Asian Americans, 56% of Latino Americans, and 36% of white Americans have interracially dated. Some people seem to think interracial sex is exotic and daring, especially when it involves black men and white women or Asian women and white men. Yolanda. Uh, mm-hmm. How do your girlfriends react when they first find out that you are married to a black man? Um, sometimes I get raised eyebrows or a smile. Um, and you can see on their face that a lot of times they want to ask questions, but they're too embarrassed or it's not the right situation for them to ask. So they just kind of look at me and wonder. <laughs> mm-hmm. And what, when when you do have friends who are comfortable enough to ask or when the opportunity lends itself, what are the typical questions that you usually get? Well, they want to know, is it really better um, like they've heard? And I say usually yes, 
and that usually gives them lots of giggles and smile and <laughs> embarrassment, and, and then they're like, okay, we'll give it up. Tell us more. And um, I typically tell them, well, you know, I'm white, but my am Spanish, um, and Terrence, of course, being black. We're both come from very passionate backgrounds and cultures, so that also carries out into the bedroom. And I usually joke with my girlfriends and say that a white man could not handle me. (laughs) (laughs) They don't quite know what to say about that. (laughs) Okay, see, now you got me giggling. Okay. (laughs) That's what happens to me, too. Had you had you dated uh, Caucasian men before you met Terrence? Yes. Okay. And what was it? And a so variety about you, of other too. You mean variety of other races? Yes. Okay. Um, since you said that, I'm going to ask: Are there mm-hmm. things that you have found that are different that might be peculiar to specific races or? is a lot of it in the dating context, is a lot of it just quite similar? I think maybe just dating but not in a sexual way may be um, similar. But Mm -hmm. when I was a teenager and a young adult, I was very sexually active and had a lot of partners. Um, not something I'm proud of, mm-hmm. but it did give me a lot of experience and a lot of, like, two comparisons to kind of think about. But I would say, and it's hard for me to do this without um, use, trying to stereotypical people because I don't want to do that. Okay. I want to treat everybody as an individual. But what I have found is when I dated, like, Asian, they were, like, wanting it all the time. Okay. Um, and so is it with, um, like, Indian, but East Indian, like, from India. They mm-hmm. were the same way. Oh. Um See, and Caucasian. I thought the Indians were kind of uh, were kind of conservative. So I'm surprised to hear that. That's interesting. Yeah, and they they were very conservative, like when dating and everything. But mm-hmm. in the bedroom, oh no, they're not like that. Okay, <laughs> that's interesting. Yes, and they like to try lots of things. So they're not, you know, just your standard missionary position type of people. Okay. So I found East that Indian, more with white guys. That white yeah, guys East were Indians, more traditional? East Indians and Asians were a lot more wanting to try different things, um, wanting it a lot in frequency, and white men were more stereotypical as far as being a little bit more conservative in the bedroom and wanting just main missionaries. Huh. Okay. Well, 
Okay. Do you think that, you know, as the question that comes to my mind, and Terrence will get to you in a minute, but the question that comes to my mind with you, uh, Yolanda, as you talk about that is, did you ever get the impression that any of that had to do with the fact that you were a different race than, say, your Asian or your East Indian counterpart? Was any of it just the fascination of the fact that you were from a different race? Maybe. I mean, they were just as anxious to date me and lead to something more sexually, probably, as I was, just because we were both curious. Oh, sure. Okay. So, um, any other race? Maybe they felt, I mean, I don't know, I'm guessing, but maybe Uh they felt more adventuresome and wanting to try more things because I was not a member of their same race. Okay. Well, that's kind of interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, so, Terrence, what about you? Have you dated um, both black and other women from other races before you met Yolanda? There were only, like, three other women that I had dated um, other than Yolanda that were not black. Okay, and what can you tell us about that? Um, That it, they... Things didn't click. Um, it takes more than being the same race to make a relationship work, and those other women, we didn't have that between us, that that type of chemistry or whatever. Mm-hmm. So did you ever get to the point where those became sexual relationships, or did it just kind of die at the, the point of dating? Uh, it was rather restricted everything to the point of dating on purpose because I – I had purpose in my heart to save myself for a woman I'd eventually marry. Mhm. So then when your friends find out that you are dating a, well, you're dating, you're married to <laughs> a white woman, what is the reception that you typically get? Is it, are they, you know, Yolanda described the reactions that she gets from her friends. Do you get any particular reaction from your friends? Uh, just surprise, but after they go surprise, just completely accepted. Yeah. There is a sense among some people that interracial dating is taboo and that perhaps that's partly what makes it exciting. Did you ever get a sense of that, Terrence? There was that sense of uh, something forbidden. Um, that wasn't why I crossed the line, but um, it was, yeah, there was something exotic about it, something not the not the usual. Were you curious? I think every person is. Mm-hmm. And I certainly was. <laughs> yeah, he was. Well, was, did, that, did that result in any, like, um, Strange explorations or conversations did did so he was curious, Yolanda, you said earlier that you know in some respects you know you're you're curious in in the past um does that create different or new conversations for the two of you um, well, explain that again a little bit. Well, when you're curious, um, 
there you know there's a mental curiosity right so mm-hmm. there's an aspect of the at the time that you go into a sexual encounter where you're thinking mm-hmm. wow, I really wonder how this is going to go right oh yeah but yes I, I aside from just the wondering and the being curious as you either go into it or the the sort of comparing as you're going through it um does that even create conversation that's different from any other conversation you would have with a sexual partner because you are of different races? You know, maybe for a couple things, but I think for the most part it would be the same. But for mm-hmm. me, when I, um, when Terrence and I, after we were married and we came together sexually, I wasn't as curious probably as Terrence because I had already been with other black men. So I kind of knew um, all the differences. So to me, I wasn't as curious. Where Terrence was really, I think, a lot more curious and, and kind of excited to see what the difference was. Yeah. How did that feel? To, how did that? How did that manifest to you, Yolanda? So he's curious, and what what does that experience look like from your your perspective? How could you tell that he was curious? Um, let's see. We at our wedding, at the reception, I got to dance with my dad, and mm-hmm. we had one dance together, and that was it. He wanted to leave our reception almost right away after <laughs> after eating and after cutting the cake and all that stuff. We were we were there for all that, but then once they started the dancing, um, he's like, "Okay, let's go." Yeah, he was like, "Let's go! I want to dig into this package right away." And okay. I will. I I mean, I I'm glad that I went. But him and I tease now, and we look at the videotape of our wedding that they taped for hours after we left, and we see all the fun they had. I'm like, well, we should have stayed. (laughs) But you can say that now, 16 years later, you know. But, I mean, I was excited, too, to be with him. Uh-huh. Just I'm as sure. well, excited as he was sense. to be with me, but he was really anxious. Especially since the two of you waited to right. to have sex until after you. So you had no idea, neither one of you had any idea how this right. was going to go and whether it was going to work the way you expected or not work exactly. or whether the chemistry would really, you know, happen. Exactly, so are there any yeah. other things? Aside from the the just the anxiety of okay, let's get to it. Are there any other things that kind of clued you into the fact that he was really curious? Um. Well, he kept saying that he was, and he was very visibly excited. Mm-hmm. And I could tell, you know, when a man looks at you, and that's what's all he's thinking about. And he's undressing me with his eyes, and he just couldn't wait to get to our honeymoon suite. And well, I think isn't he, that... yeah, I mean, and I and it was nice because a lot of couples today don't wait, so on their honeymoon it's like no big deal. 
the sexual part is not an excitement part anymore. They're excited about going on the vacation part and, you know, doing activities together as a couple and having that time away from work and friends and just spending time together. But that mm-hmm. sexual excitement, tension is not there anymore because a lot of times they're living together and so there is really nothing new to discover. So, Terrence, I'm going to put you on the spot. After sure all you are. Curiosity. Yes, I am. You know what I'm going to ask you? So was the sex better because Yolanda's white? Um, <laughs> I think the sex was better because Yolanda was Yolanda. But, however, you have to realize I have no standard of comparison. I kept okay. myself for her. She's my first and my only, so... By definition, she's the best I've ever had. Well, that's good. That is very sweet. (laughs) And um, with so Yolanda, you told us about what your your impression was in terms of the differences between Mm -hmm. Asian men, Caucasian men, East Indian men. Mm -hmm. What about black men? There is Um, a saying that once you go black, you never go back. And I suppose I would say that is very married, Terrence. <laughs> but I would true. say that is very true. And and I can that. tell you, I think part of the reason is not only yeah. is there that uh, enhanced sexual excitement because of me being um, Spanish and him um, being black, mm-hmm. but. We're both very passionate people, and also there's just this chemistry that happens, I think, naturally between two different races, and especially between black and white, Mm -hmm. that is not necessarily there with two of the same races. Really? Well, I mean, that's been my experience. Well, since I've already told our audience that this is a very adult show, I'm going to ask the very adult question that I'm sure mm-hmm. a lot of women would like to know from you, which is, so does the excitement, you've talked about the reasons why it was there, and of course, being that you, I'm, I, I would suspect that it, it's also wonderful because both of you waited to have sex with each other until after mm-hmm. you got married, so there's all those months of anticipation and sexual tension and all of that stuff, and now you're finally married, you finally get to do it, and this is lovely, and it's really the way it should be, right? Mm -hmm. But did any of it have to do with his penis size, in your opinion? Well, I think that I was definitely definitely curious and wanting to know, and I think – on average, for most black men, you're yeah. going to have a variety of penis size. You're not, not – I can't say from the different black men that I have slept with that all black men, you know, are <laughs> like <laughs> Mandisa or, or – what's that? Mandingo. Mandingo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, I know what you mean. It's all over the map. Say say it again? I said it's all over the map. Yeah. 
Okay. So it's all over the map, and and they're normal men. I mean, some men are bigger, and some men are not. Mm-hmm. But I think it's more. It's a lot more than just penis size. Because I have dated men that look like they came out of a, uh, like Playgirl magazine, and they weren't very good lovers. Because they think, well, I have have a whole package, so I don't have to do anything except lay here. Mm -hmm. So, and Terrence has got plenty of penis to make any woman happy, (laughs) and he does everything else, too. (laughs) Doesn't feel that way. Well, Okay. Um, and, and I, I won't embarrass him. I won't embarrass him because some of his friends may be listening to this, and they're going to be like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and I want to interject and say, "Them East Indians and um, Asians got nothing on me." <laughs> I'm sure they don't. Well, you better hold on to that man, Yolanda, because I'm going to bet that after this show, you might be getting some calls, or worse yet, Terrence might be getting some calls. You know, he tells me that he has women hitting on him all the time at work, and that's oh, where, that's really funny. and that's where I have to just completely, I have trust in him, just because that we are both strong in the Lord, and well, and we have to, we have to purposely make sure that our marriage stays strong and even in that sexual department so that I am not forcing him to look look elsewhere. Well, you know, this is absolutely true. I actually did a show called It's My Fault You Cheated where I looked at the fact that, you know, a lot of times when you have infidelity in a relationship, it, 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 society is so quick to blame the cheater but actually, oftentimes, there is a story about the person who was cheated on, and there are reasons why, especially with marriages, there are reasons why people go outside the marriage. And it's exactly what you said sometimes, that if things are not going well at home, not just sexually, right? Because right. Know, if you've it's got more emotional. Exactly. I think, I think the, the husband is looking for that emotional component that they're not getting at home with their spouse and it accidentally happens at the office where a woman at the office is being very sympathetic and empathetic and wants to hear what the husband has to say and his ideas and builds them up and it eventually leads to a sexual thing even if that's not what the husband wanted. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So I think it's 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 a very valid comment, and I think it's very wise and astute uh, of you to say that because if if things are going well emotionally at home, you're psychologically connected, then you know it's easy to get the sexual thing working like it's supposed to too. Because usually, if there are problems in the bedroom, they right. normally start it outside the bedroom, right? It's because you're not emotionally Absolutely. connected. It's not because. Yeah. It's because you're not getting along well, and therefore it translates into physical issues. Have yep. there been any issues that you have had to deal with as between the two of you, um, particularly in the bedroom since the 
conversation is about sexuality, um, that you feel were because you're different races. You've talked about the upside of, you know, your being Spanish and Terrence being African-American and the passion that resulted. Mm -hmm. Have there been any issues that you've had to address or things that you had to learn about each other that you're kind of like, huh, well, who to know? Well, I'll let Terrence um, address this because there has been something that at the beginning of our marriage kind of happened that I scared him because oh. I had a lot of experience oh, and yeah. he didn't. And it has taken counseling and just a lot of love and forgiveness and understanding and talking about it to to regain that back. So I'll let him well, talk about that. Huh? Oh, certainly. Um, I had no experience to speak of and only vague imaginations of what it might have been like. And, and it's funny because, you know, every man wants wants a lady out and about town and wants a tigress in the bedroom, and I had that, but um, she, it was just so extreme and so much more than I've ever expected that, that, out of my inexperience, it actually scared me a bit. Oh. And I backed off, and she backed off, and then I came forward, and she was still backed off. And and as I as I've as I've often put it, the closest thing I have to regret in our marriage is that the man I was then couldn't handle the woman she was then, because the man I am now, woo. Just, Whole different story, right? Yeah. There's a reason. There's a reason I love to bring my black ass home every night. Okay, then. So part that. of that, part of, part of your feeling and, and part of the reason you backed off, was it because you felt like you really were no match in terms of your abilities because you weren't experienced? Not consciously. Um, I think it was because I hadn't I hadn't learned how to handle her intensity yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, anybody knows my wife knows whatever she does, she's all in. There ain't no halfway with her. And, and I, I hadn't, I'd seen glimpses of that, throughout our dating, but I hadn't seen it in full until that night. And it's just more than I could handle at that current state of emotional awareness I was at. It wasn't her fault at all. It was 100% me. She didn't do anything wrong. According to a poll done on an online blog, 67% 67% of the respondents said interracial sex is better than sex with someone within their own race. And only 15% said it wasn't better. Are there perceptions or misperceptions that you deal with even today with regard to your intimacy? Terrence, I'm going to aim that at you since I think we talked a little bit at the beginning about um, um, Yolanda's friends. So, Forget about your friends and the fact that, you know, after the surprise comes, they're just kind of like, oh, okay, and they just accept it. 
Um, do you have any other um, either people in general, associates or family members that even today um, have unique reactions when they find out that you're an interracial couple? Um, I'm sure that there's a lot of hidden envy. Um, I, I think they pretty much all seem to be jungle fever, so that's what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than the momentary surprise, and in Minnesota it's not quite so bad, but even in Minnesota, if you typically see somebody of a, of a given race, you automatically assume they're with somebody of the same race, and you find out they're not. There's that momentary, ah, you know, um, and but no, you know, none of the friends we've had or my friends have had any kind of adverse reaction. I know when we were first dating, Yolanda had a couple of friends who were very protective of her. They didn't know what to make of me, and one of one of them learned to love me, but at the time she wasn't so sure about me, and she watched me like a hawk and did what she could to keep the two of us apart, but only out of love and protection for her friends. Okay, final question. Some people mm-hmm. just want to try out interracial sex out of sheer curiosity. What mm-hmm. advice would you have for someone listening to this show who is thinking about it? Um, it's kind of hard because back when I was a lot younger, I probably would have just said, yeah, go for it. I was young and dumb and didn't use protection, and it's only by God's grace that I do not have some kind of disease today. So I think you need to be really careful. Uh, Make sure that you know who you're sleeping with and make sure that you're really protecting yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, But I totally understand why someone would be curious and want to try it out. And I think I think a lot of people that have never tried it maybe secretly down deep in their heart would want to try it even mm-hmm. if they don't want to admit it to themselves or other people. I mean, I think that's just a natural curiosity, especially if you were taught that it was a forbidden thing, then it makes it Terrence. even more enticing. Yeah. Terrence, how about you? I would just add to I would just add to what Yolanda said, that that sex has a way of, of emotionally entangling people that um, is very powerful. So I would say, unless you are already attracted to this person of a different race for reasons that have nothing to do with his his or her race or sex, that's a boundary you, you cross your own risk. That's fair. That is fair. And that brings us to the end of our show. I will say though that, you know, as a as a single black woman living in Minnesota, I have received my fair share of advice from actually none other than my black girlfriends. 
that um, I ought to at least date outside my race just to experience different cultures and mm-hmm. experience different things. And sometimes, and I have I have dated outside my race primarily, well, let me think. I have dated, well, I've dated Caucasians and nobody else um, outside of uh, African-American men. Mm-hmm. And I, I have found that in terms of the even outside of the, the kinds of things that you do together, sometimes mm-hmm. different, the kind of places where you go, um, a lot of people love the fact that I own a Harley Davidson. <laughs> I have a motorcycle, mm-hmm. and you know, quite honestly, the reason I have a motorcycle was because I dated a guy who I love to call to this day. I still call him my King David, and King David um, had a Harley, and he was the one who introduced me to biking. And if awesome. I had never dated him, I'd have never developed the passion and the discovery that, hey, you know, this is kind of fun. I'm going to do this. And so I think there is there is value if if you can, you know, envision it. But I, I do think that also what you said, Terrence, is true, that, it, you know, your attraction ought to definitely be something other than sexual because then what you find is, at least in my experience, what I found is that people – it wasn't even so much a skin color thing. So when I dated a Caucasian, I wasn't, in my head, I wasn't dating a white man. I was dating David or I was dating Ron. Right. And exactly. it was other people who looked at us and they immediately saw the color. But right. when you look at somebody's personality, you're not thinking, ooh, this is a white man. <laughs> ooh, mm-hmm. this is a white not. man. You know what I mean? It's just who yeah. they are. They just... And 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 black, white, yellow, all of them. You know, we all have our baggage. We all have our, you know, fleas. Like I like to say, everybody's got some fleas. And um, it, I, I haven't found that they're any different across races in particular, especially when it comes to emotional compatibility. So, it's it's an interesting thing to think because sometimes I think sexually there is a curiosity there, but actually, what you find is that people are just people. Yeah, I would say that's very true. Yeah, and if you look at the personality, you're not so much struck by, oh, this is somebody of a different race. Yeah. Well, this brings us to the end of our show, and I am going to give you a huge thank you, Terrence and Yolanda, because the truth is this is a topic that many people wonder about and so few people are willing to talk about, and a lot of people are just shy about asking unless they're, you know, sitting, whispering in, uh, behind closed doors. So thank you, and, and, and oh, thank you're very for bringing welcome. it yeah, very welcome in such you. a way that is just enlightening and tasteful and all the rest of it. So um, with that, we come to the end of our show. To my listeners, I would suggest and urge you, if you haven't already, to check out the other shows that uh, we have done with Terrence and Jolanda. And um, one of them was Tips and Traps of Interracial Marriage. And um, then we did uh, another show. I can't remember what it was called now. Oh, yes. It was um, it was Keeping Your Vows because Terrence and Yolanda, as you heard, have been married almost 17 years now. And that's a feat to all of us who uh, have experienced marriage. You know how hard that can be. So with that, take a listen. You can find these other shows at www.thespeewayshow.com or www.speedway.com. 
And with that, I say thank you for joining me this week and uh, come back next week for another episode of The Speedway Show. Go in peace and take care of one another. Thank you for joining us on The Speedway Show. Visit thespeedwayshow.com for content and other episodes. Join the fan page at facebook.com slash thespeedwayshow. And follow Speedway on Twitter at the handle The Speedway Show. Until next week, live well, live fully, and love deeply.